Hello friends, my name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to share a very unusual method, technique, for dealing with any kind of unwanted intrusive thoughts. I think you'll find this interesting. I haven't heard anyone else talk about this in this particular context. There's been a lot of content produced lately. There's been a lot of research, there's been books, there's been articles, there's been lots of YouTube videos lately about the power of lists. In other words, the power of to-do lists when it comes to getting things done, particularly in a professional context. I can't remember the title of the book, but some years ago I remember reading about a surgeon who basically was talking about the incredible power of keeping a to-do list when you're in the middle of something like neurosurgery or open heart surgery. Obviously the stakes are pretty high in a situation like that, but what this article was getting at was in essence how incredibly useful it can be to have a list on hand anytime you really need to get something done that's important or really in any kind of professional context because relying on memory, even if you've done something 1,000 times before, you know, memory can be enormously faulty. So it's very, very useful to actually have to-do lists on hand in any professional situation. However, in today's video, I wanna talk a little bit about the importance and the value in keeping to-do lists in other contexts. In particular, shall we call it personal contexts that have nothing to do with your job, nothing to do with your business, nothing to do with your work. But I have found in my own life in particular how incredibly valuable it can be to keep lists in different contexts outside of work. I'll also say that I am not necessarily the world's most organized person. It took me a long time to come around to this way of thinking. I've really only been doing this more or less religiously over the past couple of years, but it's made a huge difference. And I've instructed other coaching clients or I've advised other coaching clients on the power of keeping lists. Coaching clients who are struggling with unwanted intrusive thoughts relating to obsessive jealousy, relating to retroactive jealousy, and without fail, they've all found this very helpful. So first off, I do keep lists in my professional life. And it's made an enormous difference for me trying to get things done. What I do is there's certain tasks that I have every single week that are more or less recurring. And what I do is I'll create a copy of, the, of my weekly to-do list template. And there'll be a number of tasks involved in that weekly to-do list template. For example, uh, one of these tasks is recording YouTube videos. And anytime I feel like I'm drifting during my workday, and I set my own hours, but during my designated work hours, anytime I feel like I'm losing focus or drifting or I find myself lost down some random YouTube rabbit hole, I simply pull up my to-do list, reflect on everything I've still got to get done. And it's very clarifying. It's great for focus, great for productivity. So in a professional context, absolutely, I highly recommend to-do lists. However, you probably haven't considered the power and the relevance of to-do lists in contexts outside of work. What do I mean by this? So one of my main interests, passions, whatever you want to call it, is, for example, documentary films. I'm a big documentary film junkie. I love cinema and I love films in general, but documentaries are really what I get most excited about, at least these days. And there's so much content coming out every day, whether it's on Netflix or other streaming apps or whatever, it's impossible to keep up with everything that's coming out. So you probably already guessed what I'm getting at here. I have a to-do list or a to-watch list filled with documentary films that are, I really want to see because you'd be surprised how easy it is to forget about these things. If they're important to you, if you want to devote some time to them, it can be really nice when you have downtime and you find yourself kind of drifting or losing focus or uninspired or bored to pull out your to-do list, your to-watch list, and have something interesting and exciting right there waiting for you. Now, why am I bringing up this technique on a video addressed specifically to people dealing with unwanted intrusive 
thoughts. Because, as you probably know, if you're watching this video and you've ever struggled with unwanted intrusive thoughts, whether it's relating to your partner's past, whether it's relating to retroactive jealousy, whether it's relating to obsessive jealousy, obsessive current jealousy, you probably know what I'm talking about. There's a famous expression, idle hands are the devil's playthings. I would tweak that a bit and say an idle mind is the devil's plaything, particularly for anyone who's struggling with unwanted intrusive thoughts. What do I mean? I mean when you have downtime, when you have huge gaps in your schedule, when you're finding yourself just kind of drifting or scrolling through social media aimlessly or you're not really doing anything that's particularly interesting or exciting, chances are good that those are the moments in which some unwanted intrusive thought, maybe a train of unwanted intrusive thoughts is going to take hold. In general, that's usually when those thoughts are going to come up. Certainly, that isn't the only time these thoughts will come up, depending on the severity of your jealousy or intrusive thoughts. But when you have these gaps in your schedule, when you have this downtime, unfortunately, this can act as a breeding ground for unwanted intrusive thoughts. So in these moments, it can be so useful to have some kind of list or a series of lists, which I'll get to in a moment, filled with things that you either really want to do, things that will occupy you, things that you find personally meaningful or interesting, and things that are far better use of your time than going down some social media rabbit hole, than simply feeling mopey and sad about your partner's past. You get my idea. Ways to fill the time that are meaningful, productive, rewarding, engaging, interesting, that have nothing to do with your unwanted intrusive thoughts. You can expand this idea of keeping lists into multiple areas of your life. For example, you know, most of my friends are not in the city where I'm living now. But since the lockdowns began, since the pandemic began, I've tried to keep up with a select group of my friends, you know, having one hour phone calls now and then, texting once in a while, and just trying to maintain those connections. So guess what? I have a list of friends who I want to keep up with, who I want to send the odd email back and forth now and then, who I want to schedule a video call with. You get the idea. You can take this idea of keeping lists on hand and expand it to multiple areas of your life. If there's a new podcast series that you want to listen to or a number of podcasts that you wish you'd had more time for, you wish you could get around to, write those down. Again, you can keep a list of family or friends that you want to reach out to or that you want to connect with. Write that down. Books you want to read, albums you want to listen to if you're a music nerd like me, uh, comedy specials you want to watch, tasks around the house that you know you should be doing that you've been neglecting for ages but it's time to get them done. You get the idea. You can expand this into multiple areas of your life. And it sounds like it's kind of a cold, sort of not that fun way of approaching your leisure time. It sounds like it would take away some of the spontaneity and the joy of your leisure time. Time when you're not supposed to be productive. Times when, you know, it feels like it's okay or allowed or even encouraged to kind of goof off and not be doing much. And the idea of lists, it doesn't take away from that time. At least it doesn't for me. It's not like you're trying to be productive 24 hours a day or something like that. Of course not. But if you're struggling with unwanted intrusive thoughts, one of my main pieces of advice is to make sure you have a relatively full schedule. Don't have massive gaps in your schedule in which you're not really doing anything that is engaging. You don't have to be productive 24 hours a day. Of course not. No one is. <laughs> I certainly am not. But if you've ever struggled with unwanted intrusive thoughts, if you've had moments of going down these mental rabbit holes that lead nowhere, go through your day, go through your schedule, go through your life, and prioritize things that are actually going to get you where you want to go. Prioritize spending your time wisely, spending your time doing things that are engaging, stimulating, interesting, rewarding, as the case may be. Don't give retroactive jealousy. Don't give unwanted intrusive thoughts the time of day 
Don't give these thoughts any time, any opportunities in your schedule in which they basically have the floor, so to speak, in which they can really take hold. So experiment with the power of lists. You might find it very interesting. I certainly have. And it's been a great way for me to fill up the day during these bizarre pandemic times that we're all living through. It's a great way to ward off unwanted intrusive thoughts. It's a great way to be more productive. It's a great way to maintain friendships. It's a great way to actually invest in the entertainment, the viewing, the reading that you wanna do. Strongly encourage you to look into the power of lists. And by the way, in terms of practical recommendations, so I use Evernote, which many of you probably know about. It's kind of like a list or to-do or a note-taking app, which is on your PC, your laptop, as well as your phone. It's great, but if you're old school, if you wanna be analog and actually write down physical paper and pen lists, that's great too. I don't think the, the system is necessarily what's important. I think the main important thing is simply to try it and see how it works for you. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.